Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free. Zero catch. We've been using it ever since we started How Long Gone. And ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like having the option of turning off the Q&As and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level. I highly recommend giving it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Yeah, no, I mean, I got to Atlanta. I woke up early this morning, had a great day at the afternoon at the pool yesterday at, mm. the, at the at the dive motel in Nashville. I got a little sun. Mm. Um, I, I was a bad boy and had my my favorite uh, pasta from Rolf and Daughters, my favorite Nashville restaurant. Ooh, which which one is that? I know. Is that like the buttermilk one? It's this weird cacio e pepe they do. Mm, and like the, the pasta noodles look kind of like they're hand twisted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. it's it's big heat. Um, so you were eating a yeah. full big body cacio e pepe last night, which is all uh, off brand for you, on brand for you, but out of out of practice for you. Uh, yeah, but I knew. I don't know. I just needed it. It's it's too good. It's like I eat it every time I go there because it's the it's my it's like I think about it when I when I'm in Nashville. It's it's a go to dish. I mean, I feel the I'm I need it right now in terms of food. Uh, very very strongly of you know that's that's the only real way that that we have to uh you know blow off steam which is to eat bad boy food i mean unfortunately i thought they were doing the kind of thing where you could eat eat it like on the patio uh but i had to take it back to the hotel so Mm, you 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 uh you thought that because you were in nashville that this this hipster restaurant would be a democratic one, but it is not in fact, or it was a democratic, not a Republican restaurant. Yeah. Well, I knew it was a democratic restaurant, but I think that, I think that the rules are just on a sliding scale, depending on day of the week, you know? Yeah, I might. There's a, there's a small chance that I pull up to Dintai Fung for dinner tonight. Let's fucking go, baby. (laughs) Give, give Dintai that they need, they need some TJ funds. You know what I mean? You need to put some money back into that economy. That no, they don't need my money. They have they have a lot. I, I've the only time I'm spending money at restaurants is is to support the small businesses that really do need it, and they are not one of them. But just oh, I see. So so you're making KK pay. I like that. That's smart. <laughs> well, she she has she has a gift card. You know, Caruso bucks. You know. There's no oh, okay. No funds are ever exchanged at the Americana. Period. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Wow. You're actually fucking the man. That's cool. We are. Yeah, we it was it was weird walking around the the Americana which for listeners who don't know is like a a big outdoor mall that is terrible but everyone loves it at the same time. It's kind of like this weird 
thing. I don't even know. And I it's the it's the it's the grove for uh, other people. Other people. Well, I mean, the grove is terrible, and it's it, I guess it's the grove, but for L.A. people, the grove is more for kind of like tourists. Ah, uh, you know what I mean? Like it's a real tourist trap because it's in West Hollywood and. There's a you know it's a thing that you do, but the Americana it's more of just like a place to a place for everyone in L.A. to go who has no culture or anything. Which is that makes a lot of sense for you then. <laughs> you know people people who are unable to to entertain themselves with their own mind, they have to just like I I want to go to this place and then in exchange for. All of this being given to me, I I have to buy stuff. <laughs> I, have to, I just have to. Buy, I have to buy some stuff. I absolutely have to. Sometimes, buy stuff. sometimes you just need that. Sometimes you just have to have that. I just want to walk around and people watch a bunch of guys in Yeezys, and you know, it's it's bad. That's what I did today at a at a uh, quick trip gas station about an hour outside of Atlanta. So I know how you feel. Woo! Um, there. Sorry, go ahead. No, nah, I just the no. Nah, that's it. I just really, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm really happy to be in a major metropolitan area. Um, I bet it feels you good. Are. Finally, feels good. To, feels good to be back. I reconnected with America. I liked some of what I saw. I didn't like some of what I saw, and and now I'm you know in the comfort of 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 my parents' home in Decatur, Georgia. Decatur, where's greater? You think L.A. is next? What's going on? I mean, I would love to come to L.A., but, like, I don't know what the move is. I, I, you know, I don't really know what I would do, you know? Well, I mean, you'll do all the stuff that you would do in New York, but it would be better here. Yeah, but, the, I mean, TJ, TJ's fucking motel is closed. You know, <laughs> Jake and Adrian's motel is definitely closed. Mm. Like, so, and actual hotels are actually closed. So then I got, I, I, you know, I don't really, I don't really, I mean, this is a whole podcast, but I don't really fuck with Airbnb that hard. But, you know, for long term, I guess there's no other choice for a situation like this. I mean, you know, give it another few weeks and I'm sure TJ, TJ's hotel will open back up again. You know, of course, we'll have to all get tested before. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that. I mean, you know, you can, you can, you can scan my, you can scan my head before I walk in every day, every day. <laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea more. Um, oh, anyway, uh, to today we, we do have a guest. Don't worry. It's not just going to be me and TJ talking about malls and, uh, racism. People love Uh, both of those things right now. That's true. That's true. Uh, we, we have, uh, our guest, we're going to give her a call, uh, Patia Borgia, who you may know from Instagram, uh, Patia's fantasy world. Um, an incredible account that is that is funny as fuck, but has also uh, risen to prominence uh, in the last few weeks because of some of the resources that she's been able to compile and put together. Um, particularly the one about how white people should talk to white people. I think that mm-hmm. <laughs> that speaks to Jason and I directly. Um, yeah. But also, also, I just think that um, it's interesting to to find someone who is young and engaged and also like kind of just flip their platform when they saw an opportunity and and it's and it's been like a, a true uh mm-hmm. you know re- resource for people of kind of all shapes and sizes mm-hmm. and everyone loves it it's funny as fuck it really is i mean that's just the way that that you know i think that making this really difficult kind of dense information um 
mixing that in with truly demented memes is the most 2020 thing you could possibly have. That's how you um, speak to people. It is. It's how you speak to people. Anyway, uh, we'll give her a call and she can she can uh, explain it to us a little further. Wonderful. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Uh, We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on. I compromise every day, Jason, as you know, because that's kind of part of being a good friend and partner. Oh, wow. I am forced to keep food in my refrigerator against my will um, (laughs) because my wife demands it. Uh, But when it comes to your health, Jason, there's absolutely no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, or their crossword puzzles just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. I know you have sketchy insurance, Jason. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and most importantly, prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, You've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All these doctors are real with verified reviews from actual patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top rated patient reviewed credible doctors and specialists near you, or if you want to book one far away from you, that's your decision. (laughs) Go to ZocDoc.com slash how long and download ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That is ZocDoc Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash how long. ZocDoc.com slash how long. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp... You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, car rentals, restaurant recommendations. 
it's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. Sup. Sup. Is it echoing? Yeah, you should put in the headphones if you can. What the fuck happened to my fucking phone? Hold on. Hey, I have my headphones in. Yeah, there we go. It's a little more clear now. Uh, wow, just have you just had a full day of press today? <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> it was fucking exhausting. I'm also in school, so I'm just, I'm a, yeah. I'm just living a regular life amongst all of this. I mean, I think that we're all trying to do that to keep some semblance of normalcy. Uh, it makes it feel like a little less insane mentally, you know? For sure. Thank um, you for doing the white people press tour from yeah. the. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Thank oh you. my God. No, it's gotten <laughs> fucking crazy. Like, yo, these companies are wilding. Like, everyone is DMing me and I don't respond. Like, first of all, if you're talking to me and this doesn't, the rate is like less than a thousand dollars, we can stop talking. Mm-hmm. But I stop responding and they just get their other employees to like DM me. And it's like, what do they, I, what do they, what do they want from you exactly? Do they even know? They like list the topics, like one publication list of topics. And I'm like, this is literally everything in the fucking database. Like, I don't know what you're asking me. Like, why do I have to vocalize it? Like, just read. <laughs> well, like, you're like asking. I made, a, I made a free thing, and now you want me to talk for They're free? Like, this, like, I could be jerking off. This like. this list that you made is really awesome. Could you, like, make a list on how to read this or something for us? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe a like, spreadsheet? No. So, someone commented my shit being like, yeah, a lot of people are recommending me books, but, like, what are your personal favorites? Because I have too much to read. I was like, that's, like, not my problem. <laughs> it's, it's really not. I mean, I do think that, um, well, first, I, I would like to get some info on your on your backgrounds and where this all came from and where you yeah. came from, particularly, because, um, you know, it, it's just, I feel like I haven't seen a lot about that. I've seen a lot about the work itself, but For I would sure. love, love to know where it all comes from. Yeah, so I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. I'm 27. Damn, um, I guessed that you were 27. I just want to <laughs> shout yeah. myself out. Shout myself out. <laughs> I'm 27. Um, I moved to New York in 2010. And, like, I don't know. I was, like, pretty – like, I was, like, an A honor roll student. I remember when I was, like, in fifth grade, I got a scholarship to, like, this prestigious private school. But it was because I was, like, the smart minority kid. Like, my mom was, like, like I literally got this scholarship, and they took me to the principal's office, and they were, like, you can't tell anyone because the other parents are going to get jealous and mad. <laughs> and I was, like, what the yes. fuck? And, like, so I kept my mouth shut because I was also just, like, what? Like, I didn't have a desire. I was interested in education, but I didn't 
care about the hierarchy of it. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't like, my dream is to go to private school mm-hmm. for middle school. Um, <laughs> but like, when I, when I got in, like, this, my best friend who was white in elementary school, she found out and she like got her parents to pay to like go to the same school. Mm. Just cause like I was there for free. Yeah. That's, so so you they hired you or they 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 got you on board just so the other white kids who thought you were cool would follow mm. <laughs> it was a plan that sounds like jacksonville jacksonville along. to me but basically i like with recent events like i don't know i kind of grew up knowing about everything going on right now like my parents were pretty my mom is filipino but like she was, like, pretty good at teaching me about, like, how the world is going to be, from my mm. future, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, you're, like, mixed, but, like, you are presented, of, you, like, you present blackness. And mm-hmm. my dad was also, like, he was super, like, military army, so I grew up, like, hearing the most boring shit, but a lot about, like, <laughs> civil rights stuff, but also, like, Rodney King happened before I was born. But, like, that was something I knew from when I was, like, five, you know? Sure. Like, I knew how the system was. Um, that's, and it was like that's, that's very to, unique. Most very kids, unique. most kids don't have that at all. Well, I think it was because like I was fortunate to have two educated parents, and like granted, I fucking hate my dad, but like I think <laughs> the one thing is like Who I was as I'm older, I'm like I'm so fucking like I'm grateful that I had that because like my dad did teach me a lot about U.S. history, and it everything I know is like not only from black experience, but from that, but also cause like you just, I didn't learn it in, in school. Like I didn't, mm. you know, they teach you like Martin Luther King, one human race bullshit. And like, I probably knew more about the Holocaust from school than I did my own history, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like clear mm-hmm. what us education prides itself on. And it is like kind of this level of like whiteness in any capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, Learned, you know, a, like, learned no, a lot about Christopher Columbus. Yeah. And like, I think when you learn and when they teach these things, they don't really teach it as if like it has any effect on people right now. Mm-hmm. When like all of this stuff really is from like motherfuckers not wanting to pay tax. <laughs> Damn, like, that's actually, that's actually a really good point though. It's like relatable when it's, pre- when it's presented as history, it's, it's almost like, Oh, this doesn't, this is a long time ago. Don't worry about it. You need to know this. Cause this is like where it all started. But it, yeah, but it started. That's when the problem started. Is the, is the <laughs> yeah, point. And it never stopped. Like we're <laughs> still in it. Um, so I think like taking all of that knowledge I've learned, and I think living in New when I moved to New York, I kind of felt like I wanted to move away from Jacksonville because I was like, I can't live in a city that is like black and white. Like there's kind of no room for any other minority or being mixed. And like you know, it's a really boring lifestyle. Like I wasn't really interested in like dating my high, or marrying my high school sweetheart. Like I didn't have like I was just like this town is trash. You don't have to explain why you want to move out of Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I like I we, we we've all been there. We know. We know. But then like when I came to New York, like the past Sorry, 10 Jacksonville. years now. Like the past 10 years now, it's kind of interesting that it's like there's so much implicit bias in New York, you know, even when I think like I, I'm pretty social. So it's like I go out. Um, the jobs I've had were like in art and fashion. So those are predominantly white industries. But you know, it's like even like going to like a fashion thing, like I'd have to wait for my white friend to show up because like the fucking door bitch wouldn't take me seriously. You know, like she mm. thought I was like fashion's night out crowd type. Like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> that made me mad. <laughs> I mean, I think all of that is true, but that, so did you come to New York looking, did you, did you, did you come to New York to go to school or did you come to New York? Yeah, to work? I okay, got okay. into SVA. 
Okay. Um, I didn't. I wasn't. I was coding when I was younger, and then when I when I was senior year, all my guidance counselors were like, "What are you gonna do?" And I was like, "I don't know," because I. It's fucked up now to think about when I was younger, but I, I remember when I was little, I was just like, okay, like I have so many skills. Like I was good at art, like technically, and like I was good at, like I was good at coding, but I was like, I want to do something that helps people. And like that, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't really think I had a, like my mom is a, um, my mom is a chemist and my dad was, he was a teacher, but he mainly spent a lot of time working for the government. So I didn't really have that much access to like other occupations. You know, I didn't know what existed until like the internet hit. And I was like mm-hmm, sure. a teenager ordering the misshapes book, you know, like, wow. Now, now we're talking. <laughs> Thank you for relating oh, okay. to these two late thirties white men. You finally said something that I understand. So you didn't. Like, you know, so the only like, job, the only job you knew was chemist or DJ. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, oh, in my childhood, Which I said? was an astronaut. I wanted to, I wanted to work in space. I was really into science, like on a serious level, but yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, damn, if I go to space and die, like that shit sucks. Like, <laughs> that was the only thing that kept you from being an astronaut. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad. And then I wanted to be a lawyer because my mom's divorce lawyer was really good. And then I was like, damn, like, to be a lawyer, you got to like love lying. You know? What I'm like, That's true. That's true. <laughs> That that really is true. You can make a lot of money. That's the most money you can make from lying, probably. For sure. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, like I feel like when you think about like what is there that you can do that makes money and like helps people, like almost everything just has to, besides social work, just has some form of like it's like fucked up usually, you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, so I was in New York, and I just like through my trajectory of like 2010 to now, I just worked at a lot of fucking places and. You know, I just, like, the things I thought were cool, the magazines I thought were cool every time I had an interview, every time I had to, like, walk in somewhere. Every time, you know when, like, you start to realize who works for certain places and you're like, that's who's running this? Like, that's mm-hmm. fucking whack. And that's, it changes you. Like, yeah, the, like yes. I used to think the fader was cool as fuck. Until, no, I can tell I you sent, that. I, we all did. I, I, sent them, I sent them a fucking cover letter and this nigga corrected the fucking typo I had. I was like, <laughs> yo, I'm find that email. Like, that shit was crazy. And I was like, yo, fuck you. I Googled his ass. It was a white man. I was like, I know damn. He was like, next time you send cover letters to publications, like, you might want to proofread. I was like, mm. whoa. That's honestly, that is... I should blast him now. You know there's a 50% chance that that person is Chris's man's too, right? Yeah, I definitely know him. For sure. I definitely know him. I I guarantee you right now. Well, we always used to make fun of the fader because it was like they would pander so hard. They'd have like the whitest person on one side and a black person on the other side. So that way they could just get both without like having to to make a decision, you know? Yeah. Two covers. So – Oh, go go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Please, oh, no I was please. just going to say, like, a, a lot of what led to the database was, like, looking at my own experiences and realizing that, like, like, you know, on paper, like, that shit's successful. If my name was, like, Ashley Adams, I'd be having a six-figure job easily, like, straight <laughs> out of college or some shit. But, like, I had setbacks and it was because, like, I was either presented as, like, intimidating for people or just, like, too much or, like... I don't know. And I, I think that is like a form of racism that people don't want to talk about because obviously the focus is on police brutality. But like police brutality wouldn't exist if like white people were so complicit to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to I, I would like to talk about that because I do think there's a stereotype of like black women being too much. Yeah. 
in, in general. And I, I don't understand, I, you know, I obviously that stems from racism, but I don't, I, I feel like it's, um, I, I've always found it to be pretty fun. <laughs> the too much part. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like I think it's like fun to be around and, 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 and like kind of exciting almost. Well, um, I think it's crazy when people say, cause like when I was younger, I was shy. So I want to say like, I was super shy, and I think a lot of it was from, like, not being able to get, like, a cool job that I want. Like, I think I was just, like, so insecure about those things. Like, I came here with no money. I was, like, really on my own. Um, I mean, my mom was, like, supportive. But, you know, it's like, you if you're not rich and you have a parent paying your rent, like, you ain't rich. Like, that's just the point mm. blank. But... Um, when, when did the shy part go away for you? Kind of. I left New York because I was just so broke, and I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do in, like, 2000. 14 and I came back to 2015 and then I just like started hanging out with like my little friends and I was going out and I had like savage white friends like every white person I'm friends with is savage as fuck and so I just kind of like learned I was like you know what like if these motherfuckers can be savage if they can steal bottles of alcohol at like Balthazar like it's out like we did it but like stealing bottles from Balthazar from, okay like not, not like not not about this art, but <laughs> like close to, close to. Close okay, to. thank you for clarifying. So, <laughs> a, another, another less popular Keith McNally establishment where we're the bottom. We're taking. I'm not gonna blast anybody. Uh, I love it. But like, yeah, I was just I got that like savages from like a few of my close white friends, and mm-hmm. so that I think that was also kind of like an interesting thing I realized because I was like, oh, like. Yeah, if they can be savage, if they can be messy, I'm going to run with that shit. And I'm going to do it on the internet. And I don't care. And it seems to be working. No, I would agree. So <laughs> uh, uh, so you're back in New York and you start this Instagram account. Yeah, I started Bundle Update first. Bundle was a, coin, a term that my friend Shane from coined. And it was like, Bundle is like hair weave, but also we coined it as cocaine. So we mm-hmm. had this account called Bundle Update. Mm. And it was pictures of everyone doing coke, like, <laughs> like not like public. Like we had like everyone, like everyone in my scene is kind of like relatively well known. But it was just such a headless era because, like you know, 2015 we were leaving the toaster filter, but we didn't know where to go mm. on Instagram. Wow, you know? so we, we were all searching. We were all searching <laughs> for something at post toaster filter, and I found drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. And so I just had this account and then it, you know, we had Vogue editors following. I was like, this is crazy. But people would want to be on it. Like little 17 year olds would DM us. Like, can you post this picture of me? And I was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> like submitting photos of them the doing law. Coke. Yeah. Like I know the law. Like yeah. you will not get me fucked up. So then, yeah, <laughs> that was cool. We made a part two because we got banned because we started posting people's nudes. Like approved. Sure. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, you can. Private accounts just aren't it with that type of content. Like, the headlessness is because it's public. And also, mm-hmm. Instagram was less strict. So then I had Petir's Fantasy World as a Finsta. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I, I just made it pre- public one day for no reason. Besides, like, I, I was like, I don't have anything that, like, I wasn't posting pictures of my, like, avocado toast from Cafe Jatan. You know, like, there's no secret. Like, if I want to post that, it's public. Well, so, I find yeah. I find Finstas to be strange to begin with, but I, I feel like it's just a generational thing. Like I, I feel like I I'm just like too old. I think are only good for, it's going to be a harsh take and I started my friends to listen, but like you don't need a Finsta if you're boring as fuck. <laughs> uh, like, I, well, unless I like, you're like a prof- 
professional ass person or like you know like you're in the direct spotlight mm. you have like, to be doing you have to be doing some finsta behavior to to warrant having your own real finsta right like bundle update had pictures of like cocaine vials on people's assholes like the little brown mm. thing like you know that was savage but that's mm. also finsta material <laughs> Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, I think that is the, I, I would say maybe that's defining Finsta. You gotta be watch. you gotta be slitting your wrists on IG Live, or else the Finsta <laughs> we don't need it. We, we don't need it. it. We don't need it. Um, so the but the, the it started taking off, and then obviously you know um, I imagine that when you decided to pivot, did you to, or, or use it for for a greater purpose? I guess were you. Was the response immediately good or were some people like, yo, I'll follow this shit for memes. What the fuck is this? I think, I think like throughout all of it, I've always kind of spoken up, not so much as intense as now, but I think like the people who knew me in my circle and were following and obviously that's how it spread like word of mouth in New York. Cause most, I think like most of my followers are in New York, Mm -hmm. but, um, it's always that what I'm doing now has always been a part of it. Just Mm -hmm. not in the same way. Like I think I don't, like I wasn't really into Instagram stories back then, so I think that's a different part. But back then, I would still post shit making fun of like white people always mm-hmm. and like the system. Um, but no, when I did it, I think most people who had followed me for at least a year were like, uh, it like made sense it made to sense. do. Yeah, like um, I think if, if anything, like the new people were like, oh shit, this account is even better than I thought. Because I'm not yes. so personal on it, but I think I think my personality can come out through the post, and like even if you like, if you, I feel like if you follow the Twitter and Instagram, like it's all full circle. Like you get me mm-hmm. without even having me to like talk really. Well, um, what I what I was saying to Jason earlier, and I think this is what's so important about it is that like this stuff is so difficult to talk about and so dense. So I think when it's cut with humor, even if it's like the most absurd shit, it 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 makes it all more palatable. You know what I mean? It makes it all a little more, a little easier to digest, which I think might help some people take in the information. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I think, I mean, I was overwhelmed with the response. I didn't think that it would really go outside of my circle, even with having a hundred K, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know how I reached that. I mean, the, reaching that number was just, I think like when everyone really started following me and like, of course, like celebrities reposting and stuff, but like, the like the feedback is nuts and you know and it's kind of it's like funny because it's like i'm not really responding to like brands or anyone that like didn't give me a job and shit <laughs> like i'm like <laughs> i'm like get the fuck out um you said so, uh, you yeah. said at the beginning that you're you're in school right now what what are you in school for oh software engineering mm-hmm. uh, yeah. what, what kind of software do you want to engineer Honestly, I wanted a cybersecurity mainly, but the cybersecurity course I wanted doesn't start till September, like because of COVID. Mm. So I just did this course to like brush up on my coding skills. Okay. But cybersecurity is more of like my interest, and like I would like to like work with my friends who have brands and just like implement better security online for like mm. any tech company or something. Like I don't know, because okay. like you know, especially now, like so, like a, a girl I know who works in cyber or cybersecurity, like. She's like, yeah, right now it's crazy because I'm just making a shitload of money because, like, you know, like, the hackers are bored. So they're just, like, trying to hack. And, like, that's lit. Like, I'll take six figures for that. Like, to sit on my ass doing what I do? Hell yeah. I, 
<laughs> I didn't think about it, but you're right. The hackers are fucking bored. The hackers are bored, and like you know, everyone is home, and like everyone is clearly stupid. Are you are you in New York right now, or did you go back to Florida? Hell yeah, Bushwick. Oh, I'm not repping Bushwick like that. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> My room is cheap. Like whatever. So are you are you out in the world? Or are you like pretty locked down? Well, I don't like people, and I don't like going out unless it's to get dick. So I'm locked down. Mm. Are you, Wait, are you, you- a, a COVID truther? A what? Are you a COVID <laughs> truther? Like, what does that mean? That means do you do you think that COVID is some some fake shit? Oh no, not at all. Okay, I mean like. Like when people like tell me their conspiracies, like they say it and I'm just like, but how does it benefit everyone? Like rich people need poor people in this country to work. <laughs> like- yeah, actually that, that, that makes it, that makes it very clear. You're absolutely right. I mean, like we don't been- live in an economy where like rich people can stay. I mean, okay. Like, like, like obviously like the generational wealth and like Jeff Bozos and shit, but like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like, business owners need workers. Like, they don't yeah. know how to do that job themselves. Yeah, we, we need we need people who are willing to work for a very small amount of money every year because they can live off of that. Yeah. And they can, they go, and they can go work at Bon Appetit for... I just think there was a lot of... <laughs> they should have had... I mean, obviously, it's like, fuck Trump all day. But I feel like the worst thing he ever did was, who, like, they need to fire the person doing PR. Because I feel like the worst thing the media could have ever said was that, like, young people can't, you know, it doesn't affect young people. It's like, so it's like when you start out with a, like, pandemic and, like, everything you hear is, like, four different things, it's, like, hard to get a whole nation to care. Versus, like, no. how they did that shit in China. You know what I'm saying? Like, they cleaned that shit up because, like, everyone, like, listened and was, like, on the same page and the facts were laid out properly. But I- here it's, like... Oh, like you don't got to worry about it if you're under 40. And it's like, oh, but a 27 year old died. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the whole, the lack of leadership and like a, 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 a voice of reason is definitely the fucking problem. Cause you're right. No one knows what to make of it really. So how? Yeah, Cause the information presented is like incorrect, could be correct, half correct. What, what do you, speaking of information, what do you think about, a lot of this stuff being distributed and done in like cute millennial graphic design. I think it's so dumb. Like when I made an asset for mine, like when I was like, when I like made the little post being like, my database is launched. Um, I mean, I thought it was cute. Cause if I can put a hello kitty on anything, I will. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially but, uh, an Excel spreadsheet, which is where yeah. you really don't see it appearing there too often. But I thought that, I think my problem with infographics is that it never works, right? Like, we've all seen it since, like, Trump got (laughs) elected. Like, you know, it's like, I don't think that people need to be fed digestible information. I think people need to do the work. Because, like, Mm. what the fuck are you... Like, you know, if you post a graphic that says defund the police, and there's no explanation, really, and Mm. that's in-depth, you're not really saying much. You know, like, I'm seeing a bunch of kids say, like, ACAB, and I'm like... I don't think you know what that means. Like it kind of goes beyond <laughs> what's happening right now. Like this shit has always been happening. I think there's also something like even people younger than me that are like, you know, like I see a lot of people like so proud of themselves for making their little protester kit snack packs. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm, like I got into some beef with this girl. Cause she was like, long story short, like this abuser 
was like organizing some protesting bullshit. And I was like, I just DM'd her because she kept reposting my um, database. And I was like, yo, that's why did you keep reposting? Considering you're working with an abuser. Like, I don't need this man to like fight. For, like, I don't need y'all to fight March. Like, just stay home. Just mm-hmm. stay home, sis. Mm-hmm. Because like, that's the better option. But she was like, he's doing a lot. Like, he's like doing a lot of groundwork in the different boroughs. I'm like, what did I just say? Stay home. <laughs> because like the fact that you're like priding yourself on like making granola snack packs like bitch you need a fucking broom to eat nature valley like <laughs> i'm just saying i would do this all differently i would have lunch boxes with a long strap like this shit look ghetto <laughs> like they have these you, they'd be putting mask in the paper bag and like the mask isn't sealed it's not you don't like what the fuck was the point i should have just brought my scarf i don't i don't think they're thinking it through i don't think they're thinking it through that hard i'm like okay i get it the police are crazy yes but that is the most disrespectful if someone handed me that little paper bag Yo, we oh, we love like, Nature Valley so much, though. Just let us cook with that, please. We don't care about the mess. And it's dry, like it is summer. You need what they need is those um, what are those fruit gummies that taste like powder? Welches. Mm, taste like powder. Welches. Well, speaking of, I I have noticed by following your Twitter account that you seem to have an obsession with eating only applesauce. Oh my god! I thought you were gonna say dick cheese. Yes, applesauce. <laughs> well, there's there's two trending topics on your social media right now. That one of them is me. one of them is the cheese that appears on a circumcised dick, and the other one is applesauce. Yes, because in um, let's break both of those I'm down, get, please. I'm gonna get dick cheese is lit. <laughs> I only had like it, I, it wasn't on purpose, and I held my breath, and I don't think they knew it was there. Like it was on my angle. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, right, hold on, right, hold on, right. hold on. Have you have you broken quarantine for dick? No, this is like an old ancient tale. <laughs> no, I, I, I just no, no, that's not an, an okay. ancient tale from February 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the applesauce is um forgive me if I get canceled, but I'd be ordering my groceries on Amazon because like Instacart is fucking bugging. Like mm. there's never a time. But mm-hmm. anyway. I ordered my groceries in May and I accidentally pressed quantity of five on large, like the large bulk applesauces. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just trying to consume it. Like I oh, told my so- roommates to eat it, but they won't eat it. Okay. So, so, you, just- so you don't love applesauce. You just are trying to trick yourself into liking it yeah, because you have it so makes much. Me feel, it makes me feel like a baby. Sure, I, I get that. <laughs> so I like it. I like it. <laughs> And Maybe I bought I, like a Hello Kitty plate, and that's what I eat it on. Maybe I should try that. Actually, I, I'm trying to Benjamin Button myself, so maybe it's, the maybe shits are nasty. They're like pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. You're not. You're not selling it. Yeah, you're really not selling it. I was on. You board don't for got a, a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it goes away. <laughs> it goes away. <laughs> you got a bathroom. Look, I, I still don't want to. If if it's if it's pebbly, I don't want it to be around. I don't. It's wanna... like a seven a.m. deposit. You know, it's like direct deposit. It's literally fine. Okay, but it's so healthy. What were you talking about, Dick Cheese? Though an um, old ancient tale yes. of when I've seen it once. So you've but only I didn't seen it. Say you've only seen it once. 
Yes, I thought it was just a meme. Like there's a meme of like yeah. this picture of pizza and it's like when he pulled the foreskin back. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> well, you know, I think it is it's it is a joke, but it's based in truth. Yes. Yeah, that's terrible. I've never yeah, I've never I've never seen seen that with my own two eyes before. It could be shocking. You don't need to. Um where where do you get your news from? Yeah, that's a good question because I do not be fucking with the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, my I hate my, the news. Uh, my girlfriend. I am the news. That was my girlfriend's question. I asked her what a question that she would ask, and she she was curious about that. Okay, I get it from Black Twitter. Mm. Mm-hmm. I usually like I I love Twitter more than Instagram because I don't mind doing reading. You know, like. My, yeah. Like my friends who don't like Twitter, they're like, I don't like to read. I'm like, it's literally like 140 characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's, I wouldn't even. Yeah. Like, well, like even a thread is more digestible than an article, and like people are very concise in their threads because yeah. they understand. Like to be good at Twitter, like I think everyone who's on Twitter is smart. Like Instagram is like where the stupid people reside because mm-hmm. it's Thank like, you. bitch, you. fuck your blueberry pancakes, you know, like. <sighs> Well, you're, talk, you're talking to two, two uh, members of the Twitter community that are verified. So we obviously respect your opinion. And, like, Twitter, you can be savage. Like, I saw that, yo, I saw this tweet that was like, we don't care if you got 500 likes on Twitter or on Instagram on your photo. You better take these two retweets and 42 likes on here. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's so true. Like, Twitter people think you ugly. <laughs> well, I... I Black Twitter is kind of an enigma that I hear about a lot, and I think I've I've flirted with before, and I understand some of the jokes. But I would love for you to pass on some great Black Twitter accounts for our listeners. No, you don't have to do that. Don't listen to him. It's, yeah, it's I'm not your job. I don't even think I follow like the people that. Well, there are, there are a lot of people out there that think that Black Twitter is an app and not. we will never advance yo dead ass if racism doesn't kill me stupidity will like i'm literally <laughs> gonna have a heart attack like <laughs> what the fuck do you so like any any major like news source or website you're not really trusting or, I'm not I mean, really trusting, you know. I'm yeah. very anti Sean King. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't really follow any like news sources. I mean, I'll read like articles that people like post and I'll repost them. But I think like trusting a news publication as a whole is kind of tricky, you know. Yeah, I think Twitter really is the best and all you need. You just have to follow. Time. Yeah, you, well, you have to follow the right people who who you trust because you can trust a person a lot easier than you know CNN or a network that is you know based on making money and then just- and then also like as because i grew up watching the news and stuff like you know it was like on every morning and stuff mm-hmm. like while i got ready for school mm. but i think sometimes like the news they don't really be saying much like journalism doesn't say much you know like like if you mm-hmm. watch cnn every day it's like 80 percent the same every single day that week you know it's like a protest update mm-hmm. not much is still said um, there is somebody in office, you know, I was kind of like, whoa, <laughs> see, I'd be on my like, I'm very like, vote if you want to vote. I don't preach that because like, you know, the backlash and then you get the people who are like, well, that's how we got Trump because the mm-hmm. black people didn't vote. And I'm like, well, the statistics show the white people voted. So mm-hmm. um, handle that with your majority. But, mm-hmm. you know, 
And everyone right now, like, this is how I know people are stupid because there's all this protest shit happening and people are like, see, this is why y'all got to vote. I'm like, what the fuck does the presidential election have to do with this shit? Like, that us, we had Obama, Trayvon happen. You know, like, all this shit happened. Like, mm-hmm. no president was willing to be like, fuck the police. They were just like, we need to do better. Why do you think that, why do you think the, the, the president is so scared of the police? Like, our president right now? Every president, because they none of them will do anything. You know what I mean? Which is what you're saying. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's. I don't think that U.S. politics is really was ever really built on humanity in the first place. Mm. Because mm. I don't understand how you can be in a position of power, great power, and not do anything. And I mean, I know that's obviously not just America and stuff. Like, my mom tells me shit about the Philippines all the time. I think she's used to corruption, so she's very like, yeah, it's all just crazy. And like, I kind of grew up in that sense. And my dad was very like, it's crazy, but this is how you survive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think presidents are maybe scared of the police. I don't know. I always assume everything's about money at the end of the day and just like having power. Like, police, I feel like, are low at the totem pole, you know? Like, it's like the person who couldn't get into the army. <laughs> uh yeah and that's say- that's saying a lot because the army will take them all so it's pretty bad yeah, but you know what i mean like i don't i feel like you never really need a cop who's had like mad experience it's just like i've been a cop for 40 years and it's like damn you're fat as fuck like, <laughs> like shouldn't you be working out instead of like chasing little black kids when you can't even run like black people are rough fun like they're uh ugh, fast as fuck like what the fuck <laughs> But I don't know. I always assume that maybe the police just give people in government. Maybe they make it feel like I don't know because I'm just like you could literally let the people go. Like they're like yeah. I think the whole system at the whole system is like flawed. We all know that. But I don't think the police are helpful. Like you know, it's like you read about like at least my parents were in a domestic violent relationship, and it's like my mom never called the police. When I was young, when I was kind of getting older, I was like, why did she call the police? And she was like, what would they do? You know, and it's true because, like, even when you watch, like, TV shows about this stuff, um, like, for instance, even on TV, like, police suck. <laughs> like, like, you know, they show up to the house that has, like, a domestic violence situation, and then the husband's like, oh, we just had a small argument. And then they leave. Like, mm-hmm. they don't do nothing because they don't know how to assess those situations. Like, how the fuck does it take seven years to be a lawyer and six months to be a police? Like, how do you enforce the law? That, like, people have to actually study the law for years to know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I think that, I mean, I do think that is the issue, is that they're not equipped for the problems that they're, you know, yeah. suppo- supposed to be fixing. And that's the, I think that's the main takeaway from the reading about about defunding the police, is it's like, you know, these people aren't equipped to deal with, with addiction or mental illness or, you know, all these things At that all. half of this shit is getting called about, you know I mean? That's, that's probably what half of the calls. And they're so physically are. violent, you know, in their response to those situations, you know, it's like, they're really aggra- like, they don't calm you down. Like, well, I think they're taught to, I think they're taught that it's us versus them. And that's the mentality, and that's why. And that's the problem. It esca- yeah, it escalates so quickly. And I think that's the thing with the protests, too. It's like, if you show up in full fucking riot gear with machine guns, then there's a vibe. Like- right. Like, <laughs> people are going to get kind of riled up. Like, it's also just so extra. Like, oh, my God. Like, how the fuck are you going to be, like, 5'4", afraid of, like, motherfucking regular-ass civilians? <laughs> 
Like, that shit is so wild. Like, and like the use of like batons, like, that's a fucking stick. Like, <laughs> like I know that shit hurts, but like, for the person who's being violent with the baton, it's like, how the fuck you look? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. that doesn't even look like self defense. Like, okay, when you shoot someone because you feel threatened, fine. But a stick? <laughs> Dog, what the fuck? The stick is demeaning. <laughs> Well, I, I think good help. Good help is hard to find, and and they have, uh, you know, pe- there's so many police officers that are needed because you know the government is afraid of everything that they just hire anyone. Anybody. Anybody. You see it's how just they like look? like when you they go look to a crazy. like when you go to a, a Whole Foods or something, and you're like, it used to be chill here, and now you know they just hire anyone, and there's no customer service. Everything is trash. The same thing oh, is happening for, sure. for our police. The same thing happening at Whole Foods is the same thing happening <laughs> in the system. We need people who ever are since Amazon, qualified. ever since Amazon bought Whole Foods, it's been fucked up, and and ever since the government bought the police department, it's been fucked up. <laughs> Literally, who gonna save us? <laughs> <laughs> so the um your 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 fantasy world master list has been getting a lot of. Uh, a lot of attention online and a lot of shares and stuff and the the section of of white to white conversation obviously jumped out to us as that's what our 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 podcast is literally about yeah um so so thank you for that and and a lot of these a lot of the questions and topics in here you know are are some some difficult ones for a lot of white people to ask and answer and do you what do you what do you think is going to happen? Do you think there are, you know, how how much time will will it take for white people to really kind of open their eyes and see, you know, how they've been fucking up so much? I think, I mean, I think it's like lifelong work. Like, mm-hmm. I think for me, learning my own history is a lifelong thing. Like, I constantly had to read starting when I was in elementary school, outside of school and stuff. Mm -hmm. um i think it's like a lifelong work of unpacking and like sharing that information yeah um because i I don't know i was kind of talking about this with my friend yesterday and i was like yeah like the black community is so vibrant because so much of it is built on sharing information because that was taught Mm -hmm. and i don't i think that like white people i mean white culture sucks but the fact that it's sucks like you should make it lit like you know what i'm saying like okay if you're tired of people generalizing white people which was like the craziest thing people have been giving me shit for when I first started really posting, but people mm-hmm. would be like, not all white people. And I'm like, here we go. Um, I mean, but I think, good- okay, if you're tired of hearing that, wouldn't you be like, you know what? Let me change. Yeah. Let's, let's change the narrative. Cause I will go people. to the grave dragging white people if I have to. Like, <laughs> And every good white person should, should also love and, and recognize that they are the best people to be dragged. Like all my little white friends, girl, I had them working those crackhead hours on my database while I was just ordering my Uber Eats. I was watching Criminal Minds, checking up on them every hour. How's it going? You know, I had them working. I had them making filters in the Excel. I was like, this is how I want to design. Make sure every sheet is like that. Y'all think I typed all that shit in? Hell no. <laughs> I had the white people working. And then at the end of it, my white friends who worked on it sent me money. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Here he is. Here he is. 
That, that's a double this period. This is internship program. This is how to be. <laughs> we are living like white people need to realize we are in a show right now. And it's called America's Next Top Ally. It's a lot going on. <laughs> like you, ha- you have no other choice. If you don't want to be an ally, then empty your purse and leave New York. <laughs> leave wherever the fuck. I don't know. Just leave. Cause it's just not right. You're not, you don't belong here, but the white people are putting in that. We're like, my little white friends, they are out there in the streets. So I'm like, I want to go protest, but that walk looks way too far. <laughs> like, <laughs> that little Brooklyn bridge to Times Square, girl. And that's, that's what white people used to say just two weeks ago. And now <laughs> literally they're happy about it. And I'm now like, they're washing your feet. I'm like, all that energy off of Nature Valley? What do they have? You know, on? white people are all on Adderall. Yeah, that's true. They're like bundled at the broken protest. I've seen people protesting and drinking after. I'm like, what's that hard for? <laughs> I know. One of my one of my friends hit me and said he was he was in one of the protests and there was white people like laying in the park drinking rose. <clears throat> like during like they had taken I a was- break. See, that's when I start being like gun, like fuck gun control. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? What do you What do you make of all these uh, uh, apologies from from brands like? <laughs> well, I guess it's so it- crazy because this is my thing. Honestly, I would just write some short ass shit like. I don't really give, sh- like, I'm sure everyone will see me dragging brands. I don't really be giving shit to the brands that have one little sentence. You know why? Because you cannot expect a company run by white people to have a statement. You just can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. To they have don't one know what the that fuck actually, you're about. actually has any meaning or, or soul behind it. Yeah, I would rather do a short little concise statement. Uh, even the little Black Lives Matter post. We're donating this. Fine. I'll let it go. But these companies that are writing these, like, um... That, like they're writing these essays and I'm like how the fuck are you writing all of this <laughs> like <laughs> what the fuck do you know about black people you don't hire any <laughs> they know a lot about writing essays not a lot about hiring black people right because mm-hmm. white people love semantics you know they love that you know I've seen a lot of them putting um fuck what's that one acronym like B-I-P-O-C mm-hmm. yeah 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 I'm like what the <laughs> Semantics like, are our love language. Okay? In the fantasy world group chat, we was like, "What is, the fuck is BIPOC?" And we were we were saying some stuff that would get me canceled. But I, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, like most people, even black people, most people thought that meant bisexual people of color." I mean, that's, that's where what I thought. That's where, uh, yeah, I think everyone thought that. And it is that's not it. But I'm like, oh, these white people really Google. You know, they went through like the educated black friend from Yale to see what to say, and that was like their little cool. That was like their Virgil Abloh of their life. You know, <laughs> like it was crazy. Um, the brands, boo, give it up, delicious. People need to do better. Like, but what? Honestly, what? Well, that's what I'm asking though. So obviously, a five page Instagram apology ain't it. So what is the answer? Hire black people and give away money. Yes. Okay, <laughs> that's simple enough. I mean, that's easy yes. to understand. I just like stop it. selling fucking t-shirts. <laughs> but see, like, yo, I went off on Noah. I don't know if y'all. I didn't really post it publicly. I think I did on my Twitter. I don't know. I went off on them for that little fear of God shirt. 
And I was like, that seems like the most insensitive shit ever, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're feeding into, like, a machine you're creating. You know, you can't complain about young kids caring about clothing when you sell a shirt for, like, donations. Because at the end of the day, that's a waste on the fabric and, like, resources. It's like, when you think mm-hmm. about sustainability, whatever. So they, like, listened and whatever. They wrote that whole, like, we have failed post. Hit me up. And then today I get a fucking email that I'm going to, like, go in on when I get off this call. But it was from, like, this PR firm that I the, I know this girl. And they were trying to give me the free shirt. <laughs> and they're trying to give me the, I'm like, you're making little-ass kids buy a shirt that says fucking Off-White and Noah on it. Spend $100 so that they can, like, so that you feel better about doing something for the community. But behind the scenes, you're giving away this shirt to, like, influencers. Like, seriously, kill yourself. Mm. Like, I would rather, like... Like, don't even march, don't even donate. Like, because the intention isn't good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, don't fucking be on the street if the intention isn't there. Like, I don't give a fuck. Because I've seen this happen so many times. I live this life. I think the t-shirt thing, because we've talked about it here a lot. I think the idea behind, not that one, not the Noah one in particular, but just in general, is that it will encourage people who might not give money to give money. What? There's other ways of doing it. Like, I, I used to work at Richardson, or I guess I still do. I'm just, like, quote-unquote unemployed there. But, yeah. like, there's this black gay bar. It's the only black-owned gay bar in Harlem called Alibi. Not in Harlem, but in New York. And we were trying to figure out what to do, and they launched it today. But I was like, why don't you hold a raffle for mm-hmm. $5 per thing, per ticket? And, like, you know, the prize can be, like, store credit. But at least the people who feel like they don't... Because when I was... um. When I launched the database and I was like, I'll take donations because, like, this was a lot of work for free that I didn't have to do. And it was emotionally taxing. Like, there were times when I was, like, crying. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing this for? All types of shit. Mm. But, like, people would send me, like, my followers. They're all pretty young and stuff. But they would send me, like, $5. I'm like, this is all I have. And I think we have to get people out of the mindset that, like, the amount matters. Damn. Yeah. No, you're probably right. I I agree. You can make people like there's a way to make people feel like even if they donate two dollars that they're contributing to something. So, yeah, I had Richardson do that. And like this bar had already met their goal. But I was like, whatever more is better than like a raffles five dollars. It's already doing well. And like that's like a simple, effective way to like you raise you raise awareness. It's you're not being gifted something because of it. There's a chance, you know, there's a chance of reward. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's the excitement, but it does make people feel like even $5 that is going directly to something is enough. And I think people should remember that it's not just about organizations. Like people should help out, like, you know, their local favorite spots or whatever, like check in on them on Instagram, see how they're doing. Cause like people don't, especially black people, like black business, like people don't always ask for help when they most need it. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that the, the, the donation thing has become a little bit competitive and that does take away from kind of yeah. the, the spirit I mean, like, of the whole thing. You know, it's like, obviously, like, I fucking dragged Virgil because I thought that was irresponsible. Regardless, because, like, I called it on Twitter. Like, I knew after I made all my little memes because I know, you know, you know people be watching. Like, we all have people. We're all one degree away from Virgil. Like, mm-hmm. everyone who was, like, somebody. And I knew people would be watching. And then I remember New York Times made an article and then I made a tweet that was like four hours later, he gonna come back with a statement about how much he really donated. Like, how the fuck do you donate 20000 The same as like a smaller skate brand. <laughs> like, that made no sense. But I think the problem with Virgil, the problem with Virgil is that it shows that white people can't do the thinking. So they see a black man in a position of power, but they will validate anything he says because they're like, well, this is a black person. 
Mm. And he got to this top. And they, they're not willing to be like, but is he saying, was what he's saying right? Because when he wrote his statement and it was like, I'm a black man, I'm dark, dark. It's like, you wrote that statement for your white friends. Because mm. no black ass person, when have you ever read a black person make a statement being like, I'm dark? <laughs> like, we know you are. You also got in that position because fashion highly fetishizes and they love dark-skinned black men. We see it across the board. Like, runway models are always ultimately, like, dark-skinned. Mm-hmm. There's not really anyone who's, like, medium brown or whatever, or tan. It's always, like, a pale person and, like, someone as black as my computer monitor. <laughs> but it's also, like, sure. when he, like, says that he's, like, scared about, like, not getting a job or something. It's like, no, you're not. And, like... But the thing is, is that like people will prioritize, especially someone like him, they'll prioritize his insight because white people have this view of like, oh, well, if someone is black and in power, they worked hard to get it. And that's not Mm. the case because there are most black people who are in power. They were just being Uncle Tom, like, you know, they were kissing white ass. Like I've seen myself get high positions in jobs because I kissed enough white ass. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was always on my... But, like, for me, it just sucks because I was just, like, this shit. Like, I'm just, as you can see, I'm, like, crazy. But for someone like Virgil who, you know, and it's, like, this whole week that he's, like, just talking about the work he's done. And, like, he's relaunching and it's, like, inspired by his hero, Martin Luther King. I'm, like, yo, you white as fuck for even coming at people with Martin Luther King right now. Like, I have my followers reading Asada Shakur, my nigga. <laughs> You are way behind. Like, you are, it's just not it. Like, you, like, these white people know what the I Have a Dream speech is. Like, they already know. But I think that's the problem. And, like, I think that's why a lot of people, and black people were upset. And, like, white people never really fuck with Virgil because it's like, you are abusing that power because that shit trickles down. You know, like, even till now, like, so many people will send me things from, like, other black people who have that position of power in fashion and they'll be like what do you think about this and i'm like oh they're only asking because there's just like wait which black voice do i listen to Mm. and i'm always like you should always listen to black women point blank period but like you cannot trust these men because at the end of the day they're just they're still men and like men are opportunistic as fuck and like i'm just like like i'm just like i don't know like even when he clarified the twenty thousand, i was like that still sounds cheap to me how much how much money would you like to have seen virgil donate Almost as a designer mate like him. I honestly I think, I think he has a lot of brands. I mean, I'm I'm assuming based on what I see in the street, but when I posted his memes, mad people were like, Yeah, this is why I bought fake off white. So I'm always like, <laughs> find real off white now. Like white you know, people in, so- in Soho you be seeing the everyone has the yellow belts and you're like, I know damn well this little child did not spend no three hundred dollars. But it mm. is like white people buying this, you know, like the really rich, like upper east side kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Everyone with that type. I mean, okay, if Kanye could give two mil, I would say like four hundred, four hundred k. I would say in the millions. No, he's not. He doesn't have money like that. That's what people don't understand. Okay, so five hundred. Well, then he should learn to make money. <laughs> I know he got multiple jobs too. I'm like, you got mad jobs. You got mad jobs. <laughs> like, just give it up. If I'm ever seen as that great and I'm working on five different things, I didn't make it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I thought the whole point was that like you get rich and do less uh, well I think some people like him in particular I think the the, the output they like to be relevant 
Yeah, it's it's fun to be part of the conversation all the time. You know, if you if you need that, then once you get to that level, it's easy to keep that momentum going. You know. Oh yeah, my fans were coming for me. He actually did a twenty k. I'm like, great. So as much as fucking awesome. Like, mm, mm. what are we talking? Like, I don't know. I think, I think the amount matters with people who have power. I don't think the amount matters matters for like regular people. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Because it feels like a slap in the face. I think when like someone in power who has money doesn't donate a lot. Like, and I think the problem is like these people who are in power, they'll encourage others to donate. And it's like, you know, the world is on unemployment, right? Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) like, I don't like, I obviously I gave the resources on where to donate, but I'm not posting shit. Like make sure you donate. Cause I'm also human and I'm also a regular working class person. I understand it can be hard to make that decision. But like when you just see people in power make like, forcing you to do something i think it's kind of just like like tone deaf mm-hmm. How? because i think rich people combine kylie jenner could fix this bullshit in a heartbeat you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like if people if all these rich ass people just use their voices and stopped like i just did this um thing with the ny mag just now or like the cut just now and i was saying i was like like i kind of feel like i'm the only one with like the platform i have like as 100k followers but i feel like i'm doing more than these brands you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I mm-hmm. live in Bushwick in like a four bedroom apartment with my friends. Like I'm not living like a glamorous life, but I put in the work and like I wasn't too good for it. I didn't have time to do it, but I made time. And it's just like, not nah, everyone can like, especially those people in power, like they can do way more fucking work. Mm-hmm. Well, thank and you. And stop thank leaving you for it doing to that. people like us. And stop leaving it to like regular people to do. Like, well, I think the reason it works for you is because I believe it when it's coming from you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I believe it when it's coming from you. I don't know if I'd believe it if it's just some brand. I think I would just scan past. Yeah, if your if your sure. fantasy world master list was created by a Reformation or or, some, <laughs> or or something like that, I don't know if people would really be digging in and sharing it. They'd be like, "Oh, great." surprised by the reformation thing okay i'm gonna be real you cannot trust no brand built on sustainability that shit is weird Mm. like because well selling stuff is the antithesis of sustainability yeah and it's just like the price point is always fucking insane like Mm -hmm. i must keep using a straw <laughs> so how how are I'm you? I'm recycle it. I'm how are you spending? Uh, how are you spending your money right now? I just bought some Chanel slides. I <laughs> saw them. My mom fucking saw them in my Instagram story and called me like, "I'm on some Chanel slides." I'm like, "I just gave you two racks." Like you asking for way too much because she recently retired. She recently retired, but like she can't. She retired kind of early, but, like, she can't get her pension or something yet. Mm, Plus, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Corona fucked up all the offices. Yep. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, like, help you out with, like, the money I made from, like, that database that I what made. Does, what does your mom, does your mom, like, is she, like, logged on to understand how popping this is? Or does she, like, not Oh, totally for sure. It? When I gave her that money, she gave that <laughs> She was like, what did you do? Well, no, she, like, the first response, she was like, what's the database? Because she had seen the Instagram. She follows me. And I was like, it's this. I just, I like, was like really short about it. I was like, you know, like I kind of just made it for like my community in New York who like, I think the problem, I made it because I didn't want the people around me um, to think that they were exempt. Mm-hmm. And like, that was the main point, which is why, which is why 
I wrote the intro the way it was. Like it was like a letter from me to my friends, to my followers. I didn't think it'd get big. I guess it's easy um, for a lot of people in, you know, in those worlds of like open-minded, artistic, experimental, you know, queer, whatever, to feel like they're exempt from all this going on. Yeah, like why not- people feel exempt if they're like, well, I'm a, I'm a liberal. You know what I'm saying? And I'm right. like, that don't mean shit at this point. You know, I mean, you got the Democrats and Kente cloth, like, <laughs> <laughs> which is honestly iconic but crazy because I literally, I like, I remember when I was growing up, my dad was like, we're black, we're not African American, we're black. And I was like, that makes valid sense. Like, I'm not from Africa. Like, mm-hmm. I have, like, our last, like, my government name, like, his last name is very, like, it's like slave descendant shit. You know, it's just like regular mm-hmm. master's name type shit. But I remember, like, my aunt, then my aunt, they were, like, they were very, like, black elite, and she would, like, take me to these, like, Kwanzaa things. I, you know, I was confused as fuck, because I'm not African. But, you know, that was the whole vibe, you know? We had, like, activities and stuff. I didn't know what the fuck I was saying that they made me repeat mm. in, like, African languages. But then when I saw that shit, I was like, now, nah, I know damn well it's not Kwanzaa. <laughs> like what yo that was the craziest thing like they should have just ruined rainbow for pride month i mean the fact that that got all the way to the point who did the pr it's crazy it's i know it's honestly insane like i'm like you motherfuckers want to tell me to vote in november like everyone can literally die like (laughs) that like, I will be writing my own name on my absentee ballot whenever the fuck I figure out where the hell I'm actually registered to vote. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> Those, that picture is truly something else. But I mean, I think it's also like the fact that there's so many, they all agreed to do, it's just like, it's, it's not one person. It's like 10 people. And that's the thing, I guess, with the database too, right? I was trying to raise awareness around my friends being like, you can have all the fucking education in the world. You can still be a dumbass. <laughs> like, uh, you know, politicians yeah. went to college. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these people who were in participating in that, they went to college. They got their master's in some bullshit. And yet, <laughs> that happened. <laughs> and it's the craziest thing. Like, I went to, I, like, did this early college program when I was in high school. So I did, like, four years of high school and two years. And then I, like, spent two years in, like, a community college to get my AA. But I remember, like, you know, like, I took, like, sociology, and I, like, learned how the world was. And, like, everyone takes those basic-ass little classes. And I'm, like, clearly the info is not retained. Mm-hmm. It is not. Yeah, we all know so many you know people right who went to college this point. who are very, very dumb, dumb. Literally. And you can just buy yourself college. into it. Yeah, um, you pay to play. Speaking of that, I saw you tweet something maybe last week or something about how you you know you are an intelligent person but you give off bimbo vibes oh i let my friend river start using my twitter okay. <laughs> so that was not they you. like po- yo they made a post the other day like she made a post and she was like i'm going through all my sex videos and i'm wondering which one is the one i got chlamydia from with my favorite like trade i was like <laughs> oh because then i had like the straight people i posted up with be like yo what and i was like <laughs> my friend's posting <laughs> oh wait, no! I did make that's that a good tweet. excuse. Yo, my friend that- got my Twitter account. I don't really <laughs> no, have but that. I, I remember I did make that tweet. That sounds like something River would say. But mm-hmm. I get confused now that I I did make that tweet. What was the question? Why do I feel that way? <laughs> well, do you actually think that you give off bimbo vibes, or do you do that on purpose? Um, it's not on purpose. I think 
I think it confuses people because, like, you know, I have I was a 4chan child. Like, I mm. was an incel. I still kind of am, you know? Like, I know all about that shit. Like, I was on the dark web when I was 12, bitch. Like, I'm... So you were on 4chan when you were 12? Whenever that shit first dropped, I was on the dead ass. boards. That will fuck you, you up. A, were you a Tumblr person too? Yeah, but like, it, my Tumblr was more so the same shit I post now. But like, mm-hmm. I also was into, when I was getting into like art and fashion, it was like, it wasn't basic bitch, but it was nothing really special to hold on to. Does that make sense? Sure. This, like, I have nothing to say about my Tumblr. It was like, fine. But I was more into um, 4chan and like, I was never, I wasn't a hacker, but I was interested. I was like fascinated by the world of 4chan basically and like the dark web. It's, um, it's a fascinating place. Yeah. And like I grew up, like I didn't, I didn't really socialize much. So it's like when you're just in your room on your computer and it, you know, it wasn't regulated. Like my computer was in my room next to my TV. So that's all I did. Mm. But yeah, I think like people often, I mean, I think people see it now because I think, I think I'm aware of the power of the meme account now before <laughs> I wasn't really, but before it was also because like some of the people I was around and just like, you know, New York is very clout chasey on like art, fashion, music. And it's mm-hmm. like, if you don't really do any of that, you're not really relevant. So I have this meme account and I still had thousands of followers but I didn't do all any three of those things. So in real life, I wasn't popping. You know, like I mm-hmm. was like taking jobs for 15 an hour. Like I was like working at restaurants, like nothing cool at all. Um, and I think the intelligence thing is, I guess, easy to read now. Like people seem to find it. I don't know. Like from yeah. what I'm getting from the people who follow me now, it seems very clear what I'm doing. It is like a meme account, but I am speaking on shit. Um, mm-hmm. but I think, I don't know, sometimes I feel like a bimbo, because I'm just like, <laughs> like, I just be staring at my wall, just associating, like, I have depression, I have clinical depression, like, I just be like, what the fuck? And then sometimes I lose faith in humanity, because I'm like, we have come to a point where I'm the leader. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, I'm just like. So you've, you've, you've probably made a lot of personal breakthroughs in your own life in the last six months, I, I would say literally the one thing i learned though was that like i only got this far by just like speaking what the fuck i like speaking my mind you know Mm. i never censor i didn't care if like a job i wanted saw my instagram like but also it's like i feel like once you get to a certain point and like establish yourself and like what you want to be it's almost like do you really want that job anyway Mm. well if if you were like a shy computer incel kid growing up and now you you have no filter and you don't censor yourself at all. What, what happened? What changed in you to become who you are? What is it? Drugs, alcohol? Cause that's what it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just like observing the world around me. You know, I kind of, especially when I came to New York, I always felt like even the well-known black I feel like even the one on black influencers, even the, you know, when like there was a jump in my minor- like influencers and like every fucking body started casting minorities mm-hmm. and like everyone is always kind of everyone play and I get it because I am also a minority, but everyone every, kind of plays every DJ it gig safe. was going to the females. I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, everyone when they had press, yeah, 
no one was saying much. Like, people would always be like, yeah, like, it's really hard being a minority, but no one really said much. And I felt like all the press I've been getting and have been getting, I always kind of use that as a mm-hmm. chance, like, manipulate and, like, use to speak on me and, mm-hmm. like, what I'm doing. Because, yeah. like, okay, yeah, like, sure. We all are, like, when people kept reposting the video of George Floyd, it's like, people are like, well, it's for awareness. No, everyone's fucking aware. It's just that... You know, I don't live my life in vision, like thinking about police brutality every day. I don't. Mm-hmm. I know it happens. I mean, I don't think about it in a direct way. Like, obviously, I think about blackness in every aspect. But it's like, you can't, especially in New York and like the people we all know and stuff, it's like, you have to be explicit with these people because they will separate themselves from the average white person in America easily. Mm-hmm. Like when I tell my white friends to fuck white people all day, my friends like, haha, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it where it should be, haha, I'm sorry. Like at first, you know, like I feel like for the past few years, especially as social media got more like social justice, it was always like this funny joke, right? Like if you're white, you have to laugh with your black friends saying white people suck. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh no, I wholeheartedly mean it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and this is why. And then, like, the conversation has a pause because I linked like five articles and shit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh lord, now they stress. And like, I think it's, I think it's also though because somehow, like, white people have a really great way of making you feel like you're doing too much. And I think we it's are time very for that good to at be that. Over. You wow. know, like I've been gaslit so many times, like. People, when I call something out on, like, even cultural appropriation, someone will be like, well, you know they didn't mean it like that. I'm like, here we go. Mm. I'm like, if we had a dollar for every time someone got called out and said, like, well, you know they didn't mean it like that. Like, it's not about being malicious. It's just the fact that you shouldn't do it. Right. Yeah, your intentions don't matter because it could be Although the bon appetit thing was carrying. That was so funny. You, what was, did you what did you think about the bone apple tea thing? I don't know nothing about it. I just saw the photo and I was like, damn internet went off. <laughs> like, I, I mean, think white people it. white people just needed something to get behind that they I they, think a lot of people that because I was like, when are we reading bone apple tea? <laughs> <laughs> well I, Girl, it's, it, it's it's very popular, but it's also I think that part of it is that the food world is very they're having a little bit of an issue with race and it's coming to a head now too, of all sorts. And yeah, and like, that's what I'm realizing. Cause like, you know, I'm, I don't work in food. Like, mm-hmm. but, you yeah, know, but it's I'd kind of make, the same I eat fashion. applesauce. I eat <laughs> applesauce. You're a chef. You're a chef in your own way. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, everyone, it's, it's a trickle down of, you know, we want to dismantle the police, the government, you know, politicians. And now also, mm-hmm fashion publications yeah and yeah. i know these girls gotta be stressed these pr girls are stressed right now i mean uh, it's tough you i it, mean it's easy to not be racist it's easy to not be racist <laughs> but like they're, they're it's tougher to clean that shit up you might see that's the thing is these brands might as well work on it now don't even bother about selling shit because most mm-hmm. of these like popping brands they have the money to keep running mm-hmm. like let's be real like, just, yeah, just because, like, take- if you have to give up your $3 million salary to, like, pay your employees, all fucking well, people living on 20000 Like, mm-hmm. you'll be all right. It, like, but it's like, you might as well fix it now because I think what's happening now, like, you know, employees are coming out. It's not going to stop. No, we're, we're just, I think we're just seeing it get started. Yeah, like, I think, I think, you know, every time this happens, it's the same, like, 
it's the same like kind of timeline you know it's like the weeks of protesting then it dies down blah 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 but I think the difference with now is like how many people are like coming out about how they were treated and like workplaces are like how they were paid. And I think that's really interesting because it is kind of like, you know, I think employers, especially like companies and publications that think they're the forefront of culture, like mm -hmm. they don't expect to get called out because they think that like their little magazine is doing the work. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, we put a rapper on the cover and it's like, yeah, but the only black lives you ma that matter to you are rappers. <laughs> like, like that's not saying much mm. you wouldn't like nobody would be trying to befriend young thug if he was like who he right. was before he got famous that is, was like a regular hood person yes <laughs> yeah and 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 just because you put one black rapper on your cover and then g easy 12 other times does not matter okay <laughs> yeah and like it's not doing the work like, I don't know. I think that I think these brands get caught up with like. I remember there was this era. I think when, like in 2016, when people really started having conversations about shit, and people, were, you know, black people were like, "We want representation," and then that was the representation. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, it was like rappers, and I'm like, "This ain't me." <laughs> right. Well, I think I, I think there is a change coming. There is. I will not shut the fuck up about it either. You should. <laughs> it's an exciting time. The white man is very scared right now. They're so scared. And it's gonna, I'm it's gonna be a rough next ten years. I'm about to drag somebody and make them wish they never got into their job like today. Why? What? Damn. <laughs> Can you give us an exclusive? <laughs> yes, because I got sent up. Oh, the fader. Oh, it's the fader guy. Well, you no, know. The, no, not the fader. Oh, oh, the oh, oh, the PR. Yeah, the PR. Man, we fucked so who up. do you want to who who do you predict is going to get canceled next? Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good question. Honestly, I don't listen. It might be a long list. However, my <laughs> friend had this good idea that I should make stickers. Like I should get a logo on stickers. And on businesses in New York, it'll have the sticker that I approve of your business and your practices. Well, that be such a good <laughs> Damn, idea. Damn, that's a like that's the, a great idea. Like the like Yelp approve world approval. That's a that great could, idea. That like, could you be know how they do like the food restaurants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah. like the Zagat guide. Yeah, literally. That's funny. That's real. You could do a t-shirt too. You know, people could wear it. It's an easy. It's All an right. Easy if money if I have a fucked up business, how much do I have to pay on the low oh, to get that sticker? Two mil. <laughs> Two mil. for a mil. So <laughs> for now, you gotta do better than a mill. Trust me, a mill goes fast. Oh, and a lot of people have a mill. Okay, I would do. What? Yeah, you know, I, I just have a little coffee shop. Mill? <laughs> and uh, you have a little coffee. Oh my god, how many more coffee shops do we need? <laughs> <laughs> my problem is the coffee shops don't be having bathrooms. Get the fuck out. That's a very Larry David thing. That is very Larry of you. Well, you know. Like, why the fuck am I gonna purchase from your establishment to drink a beverage well, and I can't pee? Come to come to I'm California. I'm supposed to go to Seaward Park. Like, no. <laughs> come, come to LA. We have so many bathrooms wide open all the time. Oh, I can't. I'm 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 supposed to go to LA for a weekend because I'm in school full time. But mm. I really can't wait to go to Moon Juice. I'm a white woman at heart. I'm gonna be real. I hey, live a very bougie life. Me and you both, sweetie. I can send um, you the I white girl spreadsheet. Don't worry. What is the yeah? When are you going? When are, when are we going to see you go Hollywood? I feel like it's time. Are, are they calling? Is Hollywood calling? Actually, <laughs> I just forgot. I've been forgetting. Um, you know Eddie Wong? Eddie Wang? Yeah. Yes, we we know him personally. 
We're working on a show. Oh, oh wow. Wow. How yeah. long how long gone exclusive? Thank God. Um, so yeah, tomorrow I'm a meeting with a manager because I can't like do all this shit. Like the shit I'm getting in my DMs is just kind of too much right now. Amazing. Uh, and also like so many people keep asking me to do shit for free that are things that have money, but it's also like you know, like it's fun for me to drag people and call out when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. But I want to be, you know, I want to have someone else. You're not always that. in the mood for that, and it's good to have. A, yeah, it's like, good to have a third party. Yeah, and so yeah, we're working on a show. You know, that's big. Me, um, I think like the cons. You know, it's gonna be like my memes is like the themes within the show. I have right. to like the next two weeks. I have to work on writing. Yeah, but, we need you, we need you we need you to have an agent, a manager, a lawyer. Like, we need all that coming. shit. It's coming. I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm also in the process of turning Disney's word into an LLC because I've been doing consulting and stuff. So, mm. gonna trademark that too. I really hope um, this. I really hope all of this turns into a, a large monetary gain for you. I, and I'm being oh, dead I'm serious. Beat Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, though, I think it's like I think you're exactly the kind of person who should who should benefit from the from from doing the work. It'll be you know very I mean? fun yeah. to watch you get very paid. I'll say that. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to see you. I'll be out so obnoxious. I'll be I know, like, I, I just know. blew a hundred k on moon juice. Fuck y'all. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, please yeah. please remember us when you get to the top. I won't forget. Well, we're uh, the sorry, we're the we're the best white men podcasting. Just don't forget it. I was told to say this is like the best, most important hipster podcast. <laughs> that was Rockticon. That was Rockticon. <laughs> we know. He, well, you know what? It is. And now we're going to use your quote in, our, in all our promotional material. You shut. You literally should. Because I used to read Hipster Runoff. A classic, a, a, a true classic, which has nothing to do with this. But like, yeah. Hipsters. I mean, I, I was I was in Hipster Runoff all the time. Period. That's He's period. Jason. That's <laughs> oh, that's you period. were hipster runoff. You were Carl. <laughs> Hopefully he's still alive. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing the show. We appreciate you taking the time. I know you're busy. Of course. We really do. Thank you so much. And, and thank I can't, you. I can't wait to see where it goes. We'll talk to you soon. You too. Bye. All right. Bye.